0: Welcome everyone to another episode of Rooftop Perspectives. I am your host, Lance Skurve. I've been taking it easy these past few days because I've realized that the body is a funny thing. You can dog yourself out for years, but there's a certain point where you have to pay the piper. And I've been working so hard, but enjoyable. I love what I do. But these days, if my body tells me to sit down, that's what I'm gonna do. So therefore, I've been doing stuff one thing a day, two things a day, not the four or five that I hope to do, but there'll be a time when I come back and do so. Just wanna let you know that there's other things that I've been getting into, and you'll see what it is soon. And it's another part of me that kinda shrunk because I wasn't working it. It didn't sound too good, right? But we are multifaceted beings and we need to utilize every gear in ourselves. That's like having a sports car and it has six gears, and you're driving cross country in the lowest gear the whole trip. You're going to burn that gear out and you're going to make for a very boring trip because you need to go at multiple speeds. You need to go and not only go on the main roads, but to take the scenic road and take your time. Every day, and you know it, somebody's transitioning. And when they do, you stop for a second and you say, well, I know this person to a point from their work, if they're famous, if you know them personally, some that are younger than us, we can remember when they were in their mother's stomach. And then now they get grown, so a little younger than us, and they're gone you've seen their beginning and you've seen the end of their life on this level as they transition and it's a humbling thought because you look around and while you may see some people grieving for that person life goes on so that makes me see that whatever i do in this life it's something that i need to do also to leave something to leave this place a little better than what it was when I came in. That for all the frolicking and foolishness and decadence that people do, that's not the part that really matters. And it makes me wonder too, that when you think back of all of the so-called fair-weather friends you've had, acquaintances, and a few friends, not the few friends because they don't count in this, but just think of how much time you wasted Trying to impress someone else that is not even in your life anymore. Trying to run them down because you thought they had the answer to all of your woes. Trying to match yourself with the way they're living. Now, for me, those things really, it, it really, I wasn't one to run behind anybody because I tried to measure up. It's because I liked you. Or we might have had a common goal. But. There are many people who look back on their lives and realize that, wow, I spent 20, 30 years leaping from one relationship to the next, trying to use the next relationship to work off the toxic things that I got from the prior relationship. Then you realize how much of a waste of time that was. And you realize how precious your peaceful, centered time is if you ever get to that point. Because many of us don't get to that point of being centered and peaceful within ourselves. And for me, to come out of America, I'm not going to say I hate that place. It's part of the planet. It's what made me into what I am now. But they can't really take credit that way. It's the situations that I've been put in in America. That made me into what I am now. we take a little sip of this Mr. Scurve hibiscus tea. It's put in a water bottle. And it's funny because the special ice uh, 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 label, special ice is right there, just a short walk from this apartment. And this stuff is strong, strong, strong. Hip, homemade. Mm, mm, mm. Untouched by the oppressor's hands, right? Let me put it down here. But yeah, coming out of America, not just for a trip out, but now when September comes of this year, it'll be two years that I've been here in Ghana, and it's late January right now. So I'd say, what, a year and a half, a year and change that I've been here, when you know you're going to be somewhere for life pretty much for now in my plans I don't think I'm gonna be in this particular place forever but right now according to my plans I'm settling in there will be other things that come up for me there will be other places that I will live in this world pretty much it will be on the continent here in Africa but that being said it's a stark contrast in culture and it's taught me so many things retroactively about America that I couldn't see while I was there all the way because I read because I've been exposed to a lot and because I have this this immense thirst to learn it has kept me from being all in with America and the things that happen there because I know there's more to this world and I know there's more to this existence that being said It's confirmed. Not to say that here in Ghana is perfect in everything. Nowhere is perfect. But many of the ways that our brothers and sisters here move is closer to what in the way that we should move. There are little annoying cultural things that go on here that we have to learn to accept and settle into because that's the way things are. You can't come here Whether you come from America or the UK and feel as though you have a place that there's a Walmart down the block and a drugstore over here and all of the amenities 24/7, that you're better than anybody here. And that you shouldn't come here as though you're going to save anybody from what? I don't know. But when I think about black people in America, and again, I have to say not all, but some, but a whole lot. I'm I'm almost embarrassed for them. There's no one person that I know that has had an education on the low vibrational black people more than me. Yes, a lot of my friends, they have it just as much. but What I'm saying is that out of my circle of friends, I don't know anybody else who has tasted The stench and ignorance and decadence that many who are low vibrational, this is not everybody, have in their lifestyle and through their choices. And they feel that this low vibrational way of living is something to be revered, is something to be celebrated, is something to be held high. I know you've heard it said many times by different people whether it be entertainers or people in the supermarket checkout line standing in front of you and you turn around and you agree with them that in the downtrodden black neighborhoods there's more of a celebration when somebody gets out of prison for many years doing something illegal or even killing somebody that there's a celebration More so than somebody who received an education because they'll frame it and say, well, you went to the white man's schools. Well, we don't own much in America. We buy a whole lot. Black nation in America, that facet of it, we're more consumers than anything else. And we're no better off than when we were in slavery. When we were enslaved, when we first got out of being enslaved, we are still in the same position en masse. The media will put up celebrities, basketball players, rappers, um, and uphold them like they're what we should be going after. But not one of these rappers and entertainers. You know, we have Magic Johnson who has done some stuff. But, and there are a few, but the vast majority haven't done anything for us. But see, here's the thing. It shouldn't matter what they earn because they're in the minority and how do we know it's in their heart and even if they gave up all of their money all of their money for the cause of black people I'll say it and I don't care who gets angry with it with the mindset that we have right now on mass as black people in America it will be a failed cause if we got reparations It would be a failed cause. It's the right thing to do, but don't sit around waiting for it, and when you do get it, expect a lot of other people who don't look like us to get very wealthy. It's because of our attitude. It's because of what we value. It's because of what we put up as being the epitome and how we should live. We're more into the look. Instead of being wealthy, and working hard and sacrificing to attain wealth. We want to look the part, but we don't want to sacrifice to get there. I wonder why. You know, we're so concerned about how flashy things are. We're we're so concerned as men about how many women we can get. And our sisters, too many of them, not all, Are so concerned about their looks and how sexy they are and is my butt round and big and where does that go to me it's like this it may not be the whole reason but we still have that thing in our mind from the plantation the effects of slavery on our minds there in America And possibly in South America, because I don't live there. I don't know. But I've heard, okay? I've heard, and I can talk on it. Central America and the Caribbean, we have some brilliant people who have served in the upliftment of other communities, other races of people. But we don't do for ourselves. Now, I'm not going to go down that road and say specifically who and that there's nobody, there are people, people I don't even know of. And instead of challenging me and saying that I don't know what I'm talking about, in the comment section, if you do know, right, put in there, let's use these comment sections to network and to share information instead of coming at the person who's making the video. I'm just merely up here to stimulate thought, to get us thinking to motivate us and maybe inspire us a little bit because me I'm getting tired y'all I'm getting tired I never thought of myself as any savior no but I'm experienced enough to talk about my people and the more and more I think about it it is the more I'm disappointed because I'm gonna turn 59 years old this April and I've heard the same talk for many many decades and what makes it even worse is that my awareness of the state of our people the state of the world and the oppressor and all of these different things it makes it seem like i've been on this earth a lot longer to the point where i'll never give up on them but i'm not really focusing on just the whole rah 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 rah, rah, when many of us don't even seem to have a modicum of inspiration. And even those of us who are brilliant to get up off of our fat asses, sacrifice, and really make a change and pierce through this mentality that many of us revert back to that doesn't do, any da- that doesn't do a damn thing for us. I'm sick and tired of it. So a lot of times you see me now really laid back Not that I'm losing my drive to do what I do. I'm never going to stop doing it, but I ain't killing myself either. I have to continue to build for myself and to motivate those who have that mindset. But I am not going to go and work hard, even though by the U.S. government, I'm retired, but I work hard on certain things. But I'm not going to continue to do that and have people always around not me personally I'm not saying that because if I can help any people in my inner circle I'm gonna do it if I have you have but that's in my inner circle if you're not my inner circle oh well that's a position you have to earn but too many of us are waiting for the Savior and this is why more and more I'm beginning not to despise my Creator Not to despise my spiritual connection to this world and nature and the electric beings that we are and the creator, no. But this man-made religion, I'm really, really, really beginning to not only just observe it and see it and it doesn't affect me, but I'm aggressively beginning to despise it because people can't see how it holds us into a state of limbo where we can't move forward because we've been indoctrinated to wait on something to save us out of our condition, when that is diametrically opposed to our very nature. If left alone from religion, we'd get a whole lot more done. We are the creators of the planet. We're the original of the planet. We're the ones that others come to use for our brilliance and our talents so they can extract it for their benefit to rise their generations up. Notice I just didn't say they're people. Of course they're people, but they're generations over time. We're fueling that. And I agree when most people say that if we were to leave America or move into one place and do for ourselves. Most of these other parasitic nations and of people, races, would die off. They need us. But see, the thing is, we need us, and we don't realize it. We look over ourselves. We've been wired to think of ourselves as being low and lowly and no value, but yet someone else uses us for their benefit and throws us down like a useless, shitty rag that has no use after you used it to wipe your backside. I just don't understand it, people. And it ain't gonna change no time soon. I could sit here and other YouTube creators and social media creators can yell and scream, wake up, but most of us are so intoxicated and so caught up in the baubles and the trinkets and the rubies of the oppressor He's taken what we have and our knowledge historically and even tricked us into believing that it came from him. So we bow down to him symbolically. We feel he is the one that has all the answers, but he knows that we have the wisdom. Even in our most decadent state, we have talents and abilities we can utilize, but we don't know how to market them. We don't know how to put it out to the world and stay firm. We're so happy to get just pennies on the dollar when it comes to our dealings with them. But when we deal with each other, we tend to lowball each other and see no value. The example I've used in the past is that if you have had an unemployed plumber, and I'm not, I don't have, this is not, I've used this example, but let me just say what it is because this is real this is not made up but I use this example as it's a theoretical thing but it's really something that I experienced I drove a bus in Orlando for many years and I drove through many of our downtrodden black neighborhoods I love being around black people I love our style I love our way of talking I love the connection that we have even though it's very reduced It's just something about my black people that I love. And I don't condemn them for being in the state that they're in because I know they're asleep, but I condemn those who know better and still seek to keep others down for their own benefit as the buffer entities between the downtrodden black people and those who don't look like us who are in power or who have power and control meaning the secret handshake boys who will talk to the black people who are downtrodden and ignorant to a lot of things and many who mean well and want to do better, but they don't know how. And you know how, but you want to keep your position as the higher end of the black community, and you're selling them out. Can't get down with that. Whether it's over in Orlando, New York, Atlanta, Raleigh, North Carolina, Virginia, or out here in Accra, they're out here too. So this is why, for me, moving solo even more so, you know, is the best thing. It really is, because I don't have to babysit the idiosyncrasies of others, those who say they're all for this, and you find out. The hidden motivations and secret agendas of people directly, for whatever what they want. I'm tired, y'all, but I'm gonna get more done because I'm focusing on what's in my heart, and that's what this is all about. But the example that I wanted to use—let me check my time, because I have something to do. Okay. But the example I wanted to use was in driving that bus. I got a chance to know a lot of people. a whole lot of people. And a whole lot of my sisters and brothers who I met in Orlando, Florida, in the many years that I drove that bus, they watch this channel. They get down with the platform. They might not always say who they are. They might not always announce their presence, but I get direct phone calls and text messages from them letting me know like Lance, we think you're doing good or, Lance, you gotta go in on that point cause I misunderstood you. Let me make sure you're not a coon. <laughs> and I have no problem with anybody calling me that if they misunderstand what I'm saying because my knowledge and expertise in black people runs deep. Like Floyd Mayweather who came out of the womb and his father was fighting Sugar Ray Leonard. His uncle was winning titles. He had no choice with a father that moved his hands when he could hardly stand up and walk, that he is a master at his craft because he came out of the womb being taught and studying this craft it's part of him. So I can't go off and sell out people, my people, and ride off into the sunset and do my own thing and feel good about it. There's always going to be that part of me that hurts for my people because of the ignorance that's taught to them and knowledge kept away from them that keeps them in that position. But it's still, at the same time, you know, I despise it. It hurts me and I despise it. It's like having, and again, I speak from experience, having a brother to this day who's addicted to drugs and he's a very brilliant young man, but he's not young, young, young anymore. No, because if I'm turning 59, he's gonna be turning 71, right? You know, it doesn't make any sense, or 70 this year actually. You know how it's staggered because you're not always a year apart in your birthdays. And I think about how much he could have done. Very charismatic, handsome, smart. I mean smart. And can convince anybody anything. He can motivate you to do anything. He can make you see things that you just don't see the way he breaks things down so easily. He is truly my mother's son. Just like I'm my mother's son, whatever you like in me, he has way more than that. If, and we're different, have a difference 11 years in age, but if he was clean and not on that stuff, and I'm clean and not on that stuff, you wouldn't pay me any mind if he stepped in the room. Not that that would be a problem with me because I always wanted the best for him. But back to this example. There was someone on the bus. We were all having a conversation because every day, the different times that I would pull out from downtown usually had the same set of people because they were either coming from transferring on another bus or from another bus or getting off of work right there downtown at the same time. So ninety-five percent of the time we ended up together. So it's like high bus driver or highlands or They knew my name, some didn't, and they'd take the same seats and we'd talk. It was like a talk show every single day. And I'd come back downtown and pick up another set of people who their clock was the same, and then we would have these like, for 20 minutes, 15 minutes, 30 minutes, depending on how long they stayed on the bus, we'd have these conversations, and i look forward to it. Now somebody might be late and come on the next line, but they still knew those people from the neighborhood, so it was like one big happy family. But there was a woman there who, She said, Lance, do you know of a plumber? I have a few things in my home that really need attending to as far as plumbing is concerned. And I know you know a lot of people because even more than me, I've been in this neighborhood for 30 years, but you're up and down all day long for years, so I know you know. And I said, listen, I got the perfect person for you. She said, really? I said, yes. As a matter of fact, he lives around the corner from you and the company that he worked for and he always did his side work it just dissolved something to do with the boss it wasn't a big company but the one who owned the company went to a divorce and he was going to get hit hard so he dissolved the company laid low for a while he's going to open up back again in two years so the wife doesn't get anything don't notice the story all the way but that's what it was so she's like oh he's unemployed I said as far as working for a company is concerned, but he has the skills that had him as one of the top guys working in that white company, white-owned company. She wasn't interested. She wasn't interested because he did not have the validation of working for this company, where if he pulled up in a company van that was white-owned and he had... The uniform on and they had the name tag and he was validated by working at this white company she would have paid three times as much just for that you see how we are as a people and after she got off even her own neighbors not the people who live right next door to her or on her block but within that community within that subdivision they knew her they've been around for a long time they said oh boy that old ethel she's a stupid old something Because she could have got the work done for a fraction of the price. And I know who you talk about, young man. And he would have worked with her. He would have had her pay 10 payments, break it down 10 ways with no interest just to keep some money coming in. That's the kind of man he is. And it made me think because a lot of us are the same way. We don't accept the skill set or the skills of those in our black nation unless it's validated by someone else. Even myself, the things that I'm known for doing, there's always that pleasant surprise when people find out that I'm legit. They go and check the government. See, oh, he do have a business. Oh, I've been around for seven or eight years, whatever amount of time it is. Oh, oh, look at the body of work. Look at all that artwork, look at those articles he wrote. All them shows, all them videos. Told you, 21 years in the game. But almost 59 years in the game of life, and it's not a game, trust me, I know it. So right now, I may seem to be laid back and not pushing as much, but I'm really focusing in. It's like in boxing. Remember Muhammad Ali, he would jump around the ring. I mean, he did it in his own style, so he's not jumping around. They say he's dancing, but he's on his toes. He's throwing blows, he's moving around. The other opponent swings at him and he pulls back and misses. But when Muhammad Ali wanted to go for the knockout or any fighter, you don't stay on your toes anymore. You start to settle down in your punches and you stay grounded. Because what most people don't know is that punching power is not about your arms, it's your connectedness to the ground. And your hips, it comes up from the legs. So when you see Mike Tyson squatting down and he's using his legs a certain way and his hips to power the whole blow, the whole body comes through. That's why it's almost a guaranteed knockout. But when Muhammad Ali would settle down and then he'd flurry still, and then he'd bite down and put more power on his blows after wearing you out for so many rounds, you had to get knocked out. And if it didn't come, he outpointed you. So for me, I'm getting more grounded. I'm settling down on my work. I might not throw as much punches. I have, an, I have 21 years of work behind me. I don't think I have to prove anything to anybody else that I can make 10 videos a day. But I want it to be more focused. I want my existence to be more focused. And right now, I'm in semi-retirement as far as this is concerned because I want to extract more joy, more sunlight, more peaceful moments. I need that. I need that so bad because in dealing with our people those who are servants of our people you understand what i mean when i tell you the ones who really go all out not the ones who hover on the side and say a good word or but the ones who are there there are times i've gotten up in the middle of the night and gone to a place with the camera to, sh- to try to interview somebody or catch you know sometimes i'm doing shows and falling asleep are shows i've had and blocked the screen and actually fell asleep several times if I'm not proven by now I have nothing else to prove like the old song back in the day with Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes with Teddy Pendergrass in there singing when he was part of the group if you don't know me by now you'll never never know me so I have nothing more to prove I'm gonna still do my work but I'm gonna do it in a measured way this might be the only video I put up today maybe I will do a comedy show later on but I gotta feel comedic to do that and it just hurts me to see how much ignorance there is out here when most of us just go for the buffoonery for the you know I can act a certain way and have you cracking up I have different sides of me but where's the seriousness in our plight we're in the trenches of course and I always say we need to laugh while in the trenches but we can't laugh all day long and sit down all day long in the warm fuzzies and the high, this and the, yes and this and that. No, we are in war, man. And these people that I see oftentimes, near and far, are content to have a little conversation like The View, you know, you know The View, and the, da, 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 da. I'm ready to fight. Who's ready to fight with me? I ain't asking you for no money. I'm just saying from where you stand, what can we do to get together to have effective aggra- aggression and some of this friendly banter and talking about what we talk about and then that's it. I'm a warrior and I want to be a warrior and I may not be the same warrior physically that I would have been at 19 or 20 but as a person who has mastered strategy and has control over myself I've moved into a different positioning in this war. Regardless if YouTube reduces the number of videos, I really don't care about that because I'm making other channels this week anyway. won't even have my name on it. You won't even know. Half the people here won't even know yet. I'm gonna make it take off on its own. Because sometimes you have agents that sit there and all they do is thumbs it down and report it and thumbs it down and report it. A video like this is not gonna get hits anyway so I don't know why people think that oh you're just trying to get hits you are trying to get YouTube famous no it's inside of me to speak this stuff because I've lived it and there's so many people who have who have sown and planted seeds inside of me I can't let their lives go in vain they've transitioned on now I am that baton that has been passed or I have been passed that baton it would be a crime and a sin for me to sit here and not replicate their words and say what it is that they've said and passed on to me and pass it on to you, whether you wanna hear it or not. I really don't care about that. But there'll come a time, not that I know everything, but if we all contribute what we know and put some action behind it together, we'd be a lot better off. The scenario goes, one guy asked me, here, he says, yeah, I thought America was a place that was heaven on earth as many here in Ghana do foolishly they want to see and they've been taught in the doctrine from this side also and that's a whole other different uh, subject but they see how we're shot down we see they see the institutionalized racism but I'm not gonna blame racism for holding me down because racism can't hold me down I'm tougher I'm stronger I'm more mighty than racism in a racist system and a racist people, I'm made to overcome. I stand strong here in late January of 2022, just as powerful, not because of my own might, but because of my connectedness to the divine. Physically, one day I will not be here, but my spirit will move on. And hopefully I would have inspired people to do the same in their life and pass on the nuggets of wisdom to help other people. We're going after the wrong things, y'all. We just think a life of comfort is it and that's all. Pleasure, hedonistic practices, which, for me to talk this way, I've always had it in me, but as you well know if you've been on this show, I've been the master of all hedonistic practices, if you know what I mean. I have had pleasure inflicted on my every nerve ending all kinds of ways not just once or twice but for almost a decade I lived that way so I've been down that road and me more than anybody else can tell you that that's not as satisfying as having peace of mind because the pleasure that we seek sometimes is usually an escape from the pain that we're in and or The responsibility that we have to sacrifice to elevate ourselves and those around us. But we 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 want to punk out on that. We wanna just live this life of pleasure because we see or think in our mind that there's no hope. You know how many people are living hopeless lives? Really and truly? I'm zoned out right now. The time, I just wanna keep an eye on the time. (laughs) But there's so many of us that don't have a clue and we're like that little boat floating out in the water without the paddle with no direction no drive to even focus on a goal I wanna go there I wanna see myself in life you gotta, when they say it's so true some people call it prayer but others will say ask the universe ask the one who made you put it out there, why? it doesn't mean you're gonna sit here and put it out here on YouTube because you have all these other entities trying to think against you and making it more difficult. So folks are like, what the hell is Lance talking about when he's in, he wants to get into other things? I ain't telling yet. I'll tell my inner circle, but I'm not b- blasting it out there. You can be jealous if you're the haters. But you could be jealous later on and mad that I did it once again, you know? Because once you're a winner, you can take a setback, but you'll figure out another way to rise and not even just in that same lane youtube is child's play for me to sit here in front of a camera and and express myself is one of the easiest things to do i've been groomed for this and i'm built for this so i'll use this to reach out and help with the other things that i do when i do it when it's time to reveal it but yeah it's it's disheartening when i see how many of us have refused to grab that baton that our elders, who are now ancestors, handed to us. And we take it and throw it down. And we help them to, to, to lose the race that they started in a race that put us ahead. That if even if we didn't become the fastest one with that baton, we were so ahead that even at a mediocre pace, we could still won. But if you threw that baton down, you're not ever gonna win. And this is what people don't understand. We've gotta learn to separate ourselves from the communities that just wanna remain downtrodden. And I have nothing against those who live in the so-called hood. There are many wonderful people who are trying their best to get out, but what they don't understand that even if you are still there and financially you can't see a way out It doesn't mean your mind has to stay there. Your mind is free. Your mind is yours. What you think about, you choose to think about. And if you don't choose to think about certain things that are constructive, another reality and another mindset will be put on you. It's just like when you get arrested, I'm not saying you, but they say if you don't have an attorney, one will be granted to you. You don't want that. You don't want that attorney That the Body of people arresting you are going to give you because they work for them, and they'll do a half-ass job on defending you. They won't even know your name. I've seen it. I've worked in jails and prisons. I've seen it. They don't care. They're not getting paid. These guys, it, it's it. You've got to choose your reality. You got to see it so strong. You got to look within on what you're passionate about, and really say to yourself into the world even if you don't announce it to the world as far as human ears are concerned but in your heart you got to be passionate about something you can't fake the passion that is the fuel that is the fire behind the thing the goal the vision that you see and the goal of reaching that vision and bringing it into full fruition you're not just gonna half-ass reaching the goal There are no gimmicks. You're still going to have to work in a very focused and intense way. And a lot of us don't get it because we have the poverty mindset that something's going to come around and save us. This is why the church is so popular because we're told this one day, no matter what you're feeling, the good Lord's going to come down and take it from you. And how many people that we know that have passed on and transitioned on waiting for that moment to come and never came? Never came. So is this something that you want to uh, say is the ultimate, that we should be this way? And that? There was a lady the other day. She came into an establishment, and she was so backward. She had a mask on, but pulled the mask down, and I am swear she was <coughs> coughing out. Not even because of COVID, but damn, you might have some other kind of germs, and that's rude. You're stinking up the place with your funky breath, food flying out. Masked down, rude, didn't want to even wait in line, wanted to jump the line because she knew the person who owned the establishment. And then when I walk past her, here she comes with a track. I want you to read this. And I said, no, it's okay, you can save it for somebody who needs it. No, 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 it's just track, it's just track. You know, little accent here, Ghanaian accent. And two of the other people turn around, no, it is a track, like I'm supposed to take this. So if I took this, what I thought to myself and I didn't want to be funny, would it make me as inconsiderate as you to cough out in the open? To want to be so selfish and jump the line? You see, so many of us, we hide behind this religion and we're as rotten as can be. I'd rather deal with a rotten person who's not in that. And like I said in the beginning of this interview, I despise, I'm beginning to despise this religion. You got people out here walking up and down the street, you have a lot of them that don't even look like us here in Africa to try to win over people into something that's going to hold us back by us waiting for something to happen that hasn't happened yet. I'm not an atheist. I love the creator. And I don't like to say God because people will misunderstand me and think I meant the European God that has enslaved us mentally. No, I don't mean that God. When I say creator, it's a better ring to it because you look at everything around us, this system, creator. When you think God, that association is really and truly for most black people subconsciously, even if they say, oh, Jesus was black and I worship a black God, it's some white man with with a white beard sitting up on the throne looking pissed off. Well, I don't have to look too far when I was in America to find a white man, whether he had a beard or not, who saw me in the melanin in my skin and looked pissed off. Even though I've been no threat to anybody. To take anything from anybody, to hurt anybody, or to do anything that is not legal. Not by man's law, but by divine law that supersedes man's law. Because, you see, man's law can change. He can manipulate it a little bit and let his people get off for killing somebody and when we do it, you know, if it's one of them, oh, we got to pay the maximum. But if it's one of us, we get a slap on the wrist because we've done the job of the oppressor anyway by killing one of our own. But the killing is not just killing as far as taking a gun and shooting somebody in the head. They're killing us out here through our ignorance also. They're killing us in a way through our food, they're introducing these chemicals in the pure food. And why is it that a place like Ghana and many other countries in Africa that we have to import fresh fruits from somewhere else? Or products made from natural sources that are tampered with, and, and we gotta import them here. I never understood that. When you can go up in the mountains and get all the things or grow all that you want or even on the plains out here, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and thousands of square miles, Why does Ghana have to import products from other places when we are very self-sufficient here? And you got the Chinese coming here. People say, they're taking over. All they want is a land to ship back food, cultivate, and ship back to their country. They're not about the cultivation of here. Many of us who were born and raised here are not about the cultivation of here. Zero latitude and zero longitude for a reason. I don't know why, but that seems to be something powerful somebody decided that a very powerful place on a on a magnetic electrical level that when the sun is directly above me and my feet are in the ground which I'm on this roof right now so I'm not in the ground but I am barefoot that, that there is something that happens to our system we digest food the strongest at 12 noon I remember I said these things many years ago on an old blog talk show and there was some people who were pseudo intellectuals who were taught in the white man's institutions had no sense of spirituality and they looked at me and chuckled like a fool went and discussed it i think lance is, lance is losing it but more and more we have videos we have proof that the sun has an effect on the food we eat that grows out of the earth i said this over 10 years ago Not that I'm somebody who is a pioneer and a scholar, because I learned that from other people decades before that. But people are so caught up in the narrow-minded book knowledge that they're literally stupid when it comes to the things spiritual, all things spiritual, and how we react as melanated people on this earth. So I realized, I, I just stopped talking. I was like, you can't talk to these people. And this is why some who refuse that knowledge can find themselves looking way old before their time. Being way out of shape before their time. Not that you have to be a body beautiful, but if you're living a certain way, you can only veer off the path, but so much. There's certain things I like to eat once a week that I don't eat all the time, but I pretty much stick on what I'm doing. But yeah, I got ridiculed for that. But now you hear more and more that the sun, because what I said was that you're eating the sun. When you eat vegetables and there was a big pause and chuckle and whatever and I wonder how that particular individual friend of me thinks when he sees proof of this that even though and I know what it was because I didn't come out of the whole you know superior minded thinking that I was came from this university and I know everything whatever I'm not against those who have done that I applaud those who have done that what I don't applaud is when you take that knowledge for what it is and think it's everything there's certain things you have to download from the heavens now that's going to be another uh, a thing that people are going to say or oh, the lancers you're a nutcase whatever there's a lot of things that i experienced that i'm not going to deny that have put me where i am because of my submission to that that truth that experience that i know is real but yet many of these people are running behind A white Jesus fabricated and not getting in connection with the very universe that they live in they're they're in La La Land they're they're not in the Sun no they're in a a building with a roof on it and they have a white Jesus in a stained glass in front of them that has what they think is a halo but it's the Sun behind him so really he is they've inserted him as the middleman to the actual sun that gives life. You mean the sun don't give life? Take the sun away and see how many plants grow. The sun don't give life? You're absorbing nutrition in through your skin. Now that may be diametrically opposed to what the white man said in the medical field years ago, but it's the truth. You say C-19, you gotta wear a mask and take the jab. As much crowded people are down here in, in 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 the markets, up on each other, and, and they say some have died and some are sick. I don't see it. I don't see it. As long as you keep yourself strong naturally, it's not going to happen. Your immune system. If you got something wrong with you already, or, 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 or you're devalued in your health from practices that are not healthy, then you're a sitting duck for it. And these people out here, I see them, they're strong. That ain't going to happen to them because whether they know it or not, because a lot don't know. A lot are caught up in religion, but you know what? They're in that yard for hours. They're eating natural foods and that's the very thing that upholds them. So we have a lot to learn. We have a lot to absorb. Me, last night, I was by my computer. I walked away for a while because I was doing some work on the back end of the website, landscurve.com. shameless plug. (laughs) And as I was approaching back to the computer, i caught a glimpse quick like a snapshot like Bip! there was something walking toward the same computer that i was walking toward call me crazy call me a nut but i feel that there are entities on a spiritual level that are around us correct me if i'm wrong and i want you to hear your comment on that because some people that's losing his mind Here in front of that 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 blue light for the computer he got two computers three computers in front of him It's baking his brains baby <laughs> no it's not that but it's not physical, it's a spiritual thing. But you can see entities sometime, quick, because your mind and your, 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 your gift of discernment, third eye, whatever you want to call it, is open for a split second to see what's around you, not just on a physical level. And it wasn't anything bad. I actually talked to it. I didn't know if it was bad or good, but I talked to it, I didn't get the feeling of it being bad. I couldn't tell you exactly what the sex was. I think it was a, a male. And it had some brown outfit or It was quick, it was a light-skinned person, bald hair, little hair on the side. That's what I saw at the corner of my eye, quick. Like if you took a movie and one frame had, you know, you're hungry. Like what they would do in the movies, buy Coke, buy popcorn, flash it quick, that's why you start getting up and wanting to go get some popcorn. I saw something and I got back at the computer and I wasn't angry. I wasn't upset or spooked out or whatever because I know that there's energies around us in dimensions that we can't even see right now and it depends on our spirituality. Sorry about that but I had to do that. Um. I sat down back at the computer and I said, if you are here, there's a positive energy around me, you can stay. I'm okay with you. But if you're not, you don't belong here and you have to go. If you're here on a negative level, you must go now. Nothing happened that I could see because I was back in the human zone, but I saw that. and." Most of the time, could you imagine? Imagine going down to the most crowded place you've ever been in. And the way you felt like, wow, all these people around me. You could be in your own bedroom. And on a spiritual level, there might be things around you. Good or bad, depending on your energy. Everything that you do, you're not alone as far as energy is concerned. I know that. So this is why sometimes, like, and what was her name? oh man I forgot her name I mentioned her on some shows years ago but there was a woman that we knew that used to go to this one particular church and it wasn't a church thing with her she was very gifted to the point where people thought she was crazy but she wasn't crazy she just wasn't mature enough she's a mature woman at that time she had to be in the late 30s the way I would see it I was 12 13 I think she was only she wasn't 40 yet and she was mature but I think the strength of her gift on the spiritual level to see other things was a bit much for her and she had to work into gaining this because sometimes we can have gifts that are so heavy we can't handle them right away makes us appear weird and so people thought that she was weird because she's sitting in the church service and so you'd see out in the street and she'd abruptly cross the street she might stop and start looking at things looking up looking down she's startled it was too much for her to deal with so we would see her in different places and i didn't think she was crazy i actually liked the lady you know what i mean i liked the lady this nice lady had some kids but one day i remember being in a mcdonald's on parsons boulevard just below hillside avenue in queens new york near hillcrest high school name dropping on the time just in case you remember i don't know if that mcdonald's is still there but let me know if it is but i was sitting in this, in this mcdonald's and i had it like 14 15 years old and she was in there in line to purchase something and she didn't see me i wanted to observe her behavior before i announced my presence I said you know how are you you know used to call her sister something. I forgot what her name was. It's gonna hit me later on. I'll write it in the comment section when and if it does. But she was a short woman. And who does she look like? She looks like somebody in the media. I'll, I'll get that later too. So she's standing in this long line and got like to be the next person after the person ahead of her. She was next in line after that person in that particular line. All the other lines were longer. And I was sitting down, I was eating some french fries and eating a burger or something. And so, she says, oh God, I gotta get out of here. Oh God, I gotta get out of here. And she started looking around. And I'm like, I'm not gonna learn the hard way that this lady is not a nut. Cause I didn't take her as that. Cause my mother taught me of many things that we have in this world as far as our discernment and things that we can see and happen. And she always told me about that. Cause I used to see things as a child, ain't coming up. The more I was in the world and the worldly decadence, the less I had that ability. But the more I detached and zoned out, especially in periods where I got heavy into my artwork, it took me to a zone where I was more spiritually attuned to feel the things around me. That's why us getting into self-expression, whether it's through music, art, or anything creative, you might like to sew dresses. You might like to go in your yard quiet and build things or paint things or any little hobby, you know, collecting things and arranging them anything that takes you out of this uh man-made world this man-made spiritually deficient place will elevate you so she walked out and she was looking she says oh she says i don't want to see what's about to happen i got to get out of here she actually saw commotion trouble confusion those entities those spirits because she looked around and she was really and she didn't make a big scene where people were looking at her like she was crazy I was focused on her when she said that under her breath there's about thirty seconds after she was out of there I had a little french fries left I grabbed them a little bit of soda I didn't care I was out of there I went the other way she went and she walked away I went in the corner and I wanted to see something I stood there for about not five minutes, not 10 minutes, but it was 15 minutes I stood there, which is a long time. I wanted to see if something was going to jump off in that place. And lo and behold, there was a big fight between some youngsters and some of the youngsters had stepped on or did something to a woman and the husband was there and then the, he was beating them up. I mean, it was a big fight. Somebody felt bumped into the glass and the glass broke. And with those thick glasses in the fast food restaurants and stuff, You know, you got to really kick it or really hit it for it to break. It was pure commotion. I was waiting for gunshots. Even though back at that time, in the 70s, that wasn't so common, even though it happened in various neighborhoods in New York City. It just wasn't the common thing. Now gunshots happen for any, oh man, you stepped on my shoe, or you looked at my woman's butt, or you were flirting with her, or whatever. All kind of real, I just don't like you. (laughs) You know what I mean? You got the wrong color on, scar form. You really falling hard as a people so that taught me something that wasn't a fluke and um i would see her different places and i'm gauging i'm looking at her and if she started looking around all crazy and wanting to get about her places i wasn't going there i'm sorry so i'm not saying i had that full gift but i can catch a glimpse of stuff which may not mean something it's like a person walking down the street and you see it Is, is is it is it a, a, a wrinkle in time where you're seeing something play over is it a spiritual thing is it does it always have to be a divine message mm, no it could be just an entity going about its way but you have the ability to see that and for me that shows me that because i'm out here where i'm not bothered by anybody it's just mr scurve and myself We've house cleaned and all other entities that are proven to be deceptive to the world. We can't deal. We don't do them. Read between the lines. Y'all know. All in America, y'all know. You be telling me something like, What for real, that's what happened? <laughs> you know what I mean? Thank the Creator that we're where we should be. But because of that tranquility and, and, and isolation to a point, a much needed isolation, I kind of come out when I want, and I've spent more time with myself ever since coming here, and I could say really the last, from kind of the beginning, almost a year, that the time that I've spent with myself, I've gotten to know myself more than any other point in my life. Because in America, you're jumping, you're going here, you're going there, and you know who you are you know what you like to eat, you have the memories of stuff, but are you really, really walking with yourself, are you in line with yourself that you can think a thought and it manifests, not instantly, but nothing gets between you and what you want to do, the years I've had the website, it has never functioned like this before, because my mind is clear, I'm not thinking about this entity on the other side of that door, this group of people hanging out in front of my, no, it's just pure focus and it's bliss. And this is why I'm really getting into, not myself on a, social, uh, on, on a selfish level, but to be able to extract more out of me that can help somebody else from what I know. I'm preparing my cyber tombstone, basically. And I don't think that I'm gonna be gone from here anytime soon, but I just don't wanna be a tombstone with a date and a name and a line in the Middle Rivers. What does that line mean? What you see here is that line. For the future, for my children, whoever wants to just dip in that plate and say, let me taste a little bit of what this man is about. And these are the kind of topics and subjects that I like to speak about. Just checking the time here. Okay. I'm getting some good sun today, I'm telling you. And I haven't gotten much sun in the last three, four days because I've been working on things so intensely. Been inside, fell into the habit of staying up late. Mm-mm. Me getting the sun now? I'm going to be in the bed early, and I have to not apologize, but and I will, but I have to make you understand that on the East Coast, I'm five hours ahead of it, ahead of you. So if it's seven o'clock in the morning for you, it's 12 noon for me. If it's 12 noon for you, it's five in the evening for me. If it's eight o'clock in the evening for you, it's one o'clock in the morning for me. So this is why you won't see pretty much like live things in the evening, your evening where I have to kill myself if I do a 10 o'clock show. It's got to be 10 o'clock East Coast time, Eastern Standard Time. It's got to be three in the morning for me. I can't do that. I'll record things and have it put up at that time. But I have to be up with the sun. I have to get out and get some air and create content not under pressure, but as it flows. that's where I am right now and we'll have better stuff more stuff and when you see the other things that we're doing as we reveal them then you'll be pleased and you see what I do but I need to be connected to the sun this is heaven for me I love it it makes me sleep deeper it has my thoughts in line and um, everything comes from within me I'm receptive tell me the stuff that you want to see the content that you want to see what you want us to get down with and um, it won't be a problem at all but it has to come from within. Like even yesterday, I had plans to do so many things. I put up a recording of Sister Yonika. Rest of the day, I said, I'm gonna go on the rooftop. I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. I worked on the site, slept, got up, and I was receiving a download. Something was telling me things. Not specifically like I saw words written out on the wall, but it's a vibration. And I've learned to sit my behind down when that thing comes over me. Because once I accept and, and 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 agree to that download, it makes me so much stronger after it is downloaded. And even physically I get tired when it's time and I want to sleep because it's a very powerful state of mind and being. And so when I wake up, it's like, whoa, I'm glad I didn't push late last night. I'm glad I put my body into rest and absorb that download, which is not specific. It's not like I downloaded my mission, tomorrow I'm gonna go down to Main Street downtown, and no, it's not like that. It's just a feeling, and you know you're absorbing something, and it's a time release thing that things come to you in your mind of where you should go. It's not hit you all at one time, and the download's over, and now tomorrow this is what we're gonna do. No, it's not like that. It just releases. Even I don't even know all of it right now. I just know I have to go with the flow in my day, and doors would just keep opening up for me. It's like those of you who know New York City, and say if you ever drove in New York City, like professionally, like a cab driver or whatever, you know, and I know it's like this to this day, you know when you're on Third Avenue in Manhattan, any cab driver knows this, or a person who's driven a limousine or a Lincoln Town Car, drove a Lincoln Town Car for a limousine company for a short time, When you want to get uptown quick, you get on 3rd Avenue. When the lights open up for you, you take it. And you see the lights up ahead of you. As you move up, each light opens up. Not the one lights, but a set of lights like four or five blocks. Boom, they open up. You get up to the next light that might be red. You slow down a little bit. Boom, those open up. So you get a pace and you ride it. And you can ride all the way from down... 11th or 12th Street, all the way up to Uptown on 3rd Avenue. Yes, yes. So when I have those downloads, when I have those days where I feel that I need to sit down and absorb the next few days creati- on a creative level on a budget of my, 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 my finances or just knowing what's around me, seeing a person looking in the eye and know what kind of spirit they are even though they may have everybody else fooled by the words and that's the thing a lot of times I get in trouble with my loved ones because I'll see something in somebody that they hold in high regard and I'll just say it and they'll get angry with me but after a time even though nothing happened between them you know she'll tell me Mrs. Scurve yeah we need to do this 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 and that which shows me she sees what I saw before but she's not going to say it Right. Because now you found out maybe it was a glance or a word or something you found out that revealed to you quickly what is inside the people that you held in high regard. And so you can tell that these people don't have a hold on that person's mind. In my case, Mrs. Skirve, like she's free of that. She sees it. She's not going to say but she's learning. Not that I know everything, because there's certain things she tells me that sometimes I've ignored. And later on I'm like, and I'll tell a person, you were right about that person, you were right. you know. And sometimes you have to build walls to keep certain entities from really pushing themselves on you, using you for their benefit, or just planning on sucking from you. If you need to put up a ten-foot wall, put up a ten-foot wall. (laughs) Whether it's physical, spiritual, mental, whatever. You have to protect yourself at all times. And you can't have leeches, smiling leeches, people who say to you things that you love to hear or they may not be on a high spiritual level but they know the words to say so you just melt and you say, wow, I'll do anything for this person and they set you up to doing something for them so it makes their load easier and that's all they wanted. Be careful of these people. If anything, get away from everybody. That's what I did. I don't really like. For me, Mrs. Scurve and we'll go places. And even if she wants to stay home, and I say, you know what, I'm gonna take a run down to another part of town, and I'll see a bus to go well on another side. I said I've never been there before. Let me go because I'm content in myself. I'm happy and centered within myself. I don't need a crew around me. I don't need a leader to lead me when I'm the leader and I'm the president of my own life. Especially when it comes to people and these entities who can't get their lives together. How are they gonna lead you? I'm not broken. Those are the kind of people that get broken people who can't stand on their own two feet in some major way in their life. They feel they need this imagery or this person to lead them. I'm sorry my mother and father did not create me to be that kind of broken person so that's why you will be demonized by those who specialize in collecting broken people around them because you're not broken so you're a threat to their leadership over the broken people isn't it simple i was taught this stuff 30 and 40 years ago even in single digit ages 50 years ago thank you father and mother for making me know these things And making me a person who just doesn't have that kind of anger. Because, I don't know, a lot of us hold anger. And we can only be ourselves when we get this anger going. I get angry righteously. But I don't need it to be the best version of me. See? It's like a person who is on drugs. And they've been on drugs for so long that... Say there, I know a guy who's a carpenter, master carpenter. He was in Vietnam War, master carpenter, all this stuff, right? But he was so into the drug that it robbed his soul. And the only way for him to perform and be that master carpenter that he was, he had to get a hit of crack. Then he was all over the place doing great things. When it wore off, he started slowing down and he got limp again, impotent. Like a limp penis, right? But so some of us need anger. So we have to keep angry situations going on in our life to feel that rush to be ourselves, like a bodybuilder who's abused his body with steroids and can't get in shape without it, so he has to go on the juice again. Or the person who can't beat himself without the alcohol, without the cocaine. Those are the things and substances that we can see in front of us that they are on. But there's so many people who have to be angry When things are lovely and peaceful and tranquil and they will talk these things too to make you think that they're all about that. But they'll set up a situation, they'll lie to one person to get the one person against this other person or get a whole group against one person and then talk angry and set things up and they feel good. But what happens when it goes away? After the anger is (laughs) gone. So there's so many layers to our existence that to me to juggle so much of the energy that's around me to know how to avoid it, to know how to dodge it, and to know how sometimes how to hit it because sometimes you got to be aggressive just to hold and stand your ground. Not an aggression going at them constantly but if they think they can walk into your life and just scoop up your resources and just take from you or just try to beat you down symbolically because they're mad at their life and what they didn't do, you got to stand your ground. And you have to be determined to keep these energies out of your life, because life is so precious. Life is just too precious to waste time waltzing through the world and dancing with them. Something bite me on my ankle? No. But waltzing with them and dancing with them through life, when you don't even want to be dance partners with them. Why can't you throw them down and say, I don't want to dance with you no more? You don't even have to give them an explanation. No, no. Get away. If they're on the left, you go right. If they're on the right, you go left. Doesn't mean you're scared of them. You're protecting something on the inside of yourself. And it's because of our lack of drive to get these entities away from us and to clean house. It's why we can't really succeed in the ultimate. It's keeping you from reaching your dream and your vision and your goals. You're sitting here with these entities on your shoulder, walking around with them because you're afraid to put them down. So you get them a free piggyback ride. Why are you afraid to even insult them? I'm going to insult people who I know don't dig me or who are just using me. No, I don't want them around me. Look, I don't have much people around me now. And I am in high hog heaven. High hog heaven. There are several people from America that are near and dear to me. I wish they were here with me. I wish they were. I wish they were right here with me every single day. There are wonderful people. people that I know. But there's a lot of these entities, these little shady social media, people on your page, entities and watching you and they see you, you know what I'm saying? It's weird. You can do that all you want. Count me out. I'm not getting down with that kind of energy. Mm-mm. And you go on what I tell you, but you don't know my whole world. You don't know my whole existence. But I'm enjoying myself. Anyway, that being said, I'm going to wrap this down. I'm going to keep everything in balance because I really want to stay out here and talk for two or three hours, right? And that, that time will come, maybe tomorrow, right? But just easy content, putting stuff out there, doing everything from within. This has been effortless for me because I got my download and it's from the soul. There's no script, there's no paper. I just looked at my phone a couple times to see what time it is. But there's some other things I have to go go across town. And I forgot all about my hibiscus tea. This stuff is strong. And right now under the sun, is a little warm. So I don't mind that. Anyway, like I always say, salute to my brothers. Much love to my sisters. Let's always be aware of the energies around us. Let's always be aware of the spiritual energies around us. Let's not be fooled by the fake smiles, the Colgate smiles, the good words. Look at the deeds. There's no way that an orange tree, bush, whatever you want to call it, is going to lie and tell me that it grows mangoes. If there's nothing up there, hang around and watch the fruits that come off of that tree. It'll tell you clearly what it really is. Anyway, land out on a beautiful, beautiful day in Accra, Ghana. I'm looking forward to, this. this is the beginning of my day. I'm up early, right? I mean, I know it's around, the sun's up, getting up near noon, but I'm gonna get a lot done today and I'm gonna come on in I'm gonna enjoy two or three hours of the dark and I'm gonna get in the bed early. Early, early, early. So. If I get into bed at 8 o'clock, that's going to be 3 o'clock in the afternoon for you over there in America or the East Coast. No problem. Work with me, and I'll work with you. Don't forget, go to landscurve.com. I know there have been a little bit of confusion there as far as signing up. I just want to say this one thing. The chat room, the email newsletter, and the actual site. They're all three separate entities, but I didn't tell you that. So one set of joining... Is not going to cover the other two. So I'm going to do a short little page explaining, right? Writing it out. And maybe a short little audio or video or something over this weekend. So you can differentiate and understand how the site works. Because I've covered everything. And I want to be able to um, make it an easy experience for you. So anyway, take care. Thank you for bearing with me in my little rant. And I will see you later on today. Because we will make more content. Much love, y'all. Peace.